All right, here we go. Another episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well, staying safe and healthy out there, especially those of you down there in Florida. As the uh, hurricane is uh, coming ashore there this morning. So uh, just uh, please, if you're down there, stay safe. Hopefully that you got out. Hopefully you're not riding it out down there. Um, hope you evacuated to um, quote-unquote higher ground. Those that are staying down there, are, are that, that, that have stayed or are staying down there, not leaving, uh, you know, I, I really don't know if it's, um, if it's a case of having big balls or if it's just being plain nuts. Um, and I guess it's a fine line, uh, between the two. So, um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's interesting from the standpoint of how forceful those uh, hurricanes are, the wind, and just the way that it acts and interacts, I should say, too, with with land, uh, with water. You know, seeing pictures of uh, water being sucked out of Tampa Bay, so it's it's pulling that uh, moisture out into it, and and you're seeing that, um, I guess, the negative flow or the negative current there uh, of the. Um, of the ocean in that bay area um, and also just the the power of those winds and so it's neat to see it uh, from those standpoints and and watching it on the radar and just this the size and scope of it obviously you hate to see and don't want to see the devastation and the potential loss of life for sure but it it's still an um an interesting thing, I guess, on how they get started out there. Coming off, I believe it is the the um, Cape of Africa, I believe it is. Um, so I'm trying to go from memory. I should have brushed up a little bit on it, but um, or the Horn of Africa, somewhere out there in that area, where they start out and then how they grow. You know, the study of that's always been kind of interesting and in watching them how they develop. And like I said, you hate to see them. Um, come ashore and just have the widespread devastation that it has. So if you're there, uh, if you've evacuated, we pray that you're safe and, and that, um, there won't be too much damage when, uh, you return. So I didn't realize this until the other day when I had a chance to go back through and look at this, but, uh, this article that, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, from just from 2016, I didn't realize it was that old, and maybe this is old news, and and you've already discovered this or discussed it or or looked at it or whatever. Um, but this is from June 23rd, 2016, by Amy Otto, and I apologize, I didn't get from where this was um, written, uh, but the but the title is "Men Did Greater Things When It Was Harder to See Boobs." Um, while some have made the case that. Kim Kardashian and her family, uh, or and her friend, I'm sorry, uh, Emily, have made uh, boobs boring. Um, de- it says, uh, depending on your sex, the sheer boobitude immediately available either through online porn, Kardashian's Twitter feed, or Tinder. 
otherwise known as Uber for boobs, has rapidly accelerated to the point that men have stopped creating because there's few obstacles uh, to seeing them. So basically what they're saying is that there has been a direct correlation of um, increase of being able to see boob and decrease of any type of creativity from men uh, because it's so easily accessible to see, uh, I guess, overall, you know, women's bodies specifically uh, referring to uh, boobs. They also continue to say that, um, you know, talk about some scientists and other folks that haven't been as productive um, and, you know, um, you know, there's some, there's some correlation, but yet they're, you know, they they say that there are some folks say that there isn't, um, but it says that giving sex for free destroys men's motivation. They, they also used to marry younger in large numbers to lock down their very own uh, real life woman. Now why bother doing the decent work of marrying, raising a family if you can swipe right and see a new pair every night? 70% of American males between ages of 20 and 34 are not married, and many of them live in a state of perpetual adolescence with ominous consequences for the nation, nation, nation's future. Easy for me to say. Uh, says Janice uh, Krauss, author of Marriage Matters. And I, I, I don't necessarily agree 100% that you can say that that's um, necessarily true from the standpoint that, um, I guess... For the lack of a better term, there's uh, porn available, more readily available on the internet. Uh, I think that it has contributed and definitely has a, a contribution, but I don't think you can point to it as being the sole reason of why that is. And I 100% agree with that, you know, there is some uh, ominous consequences for the future um, just because of that perpetual uh, adolescence. And I think that's you know, many things feed into that. I think it's just a lack of accountability from their parents uh, or from parents. And, um, I think in, in some situations, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to, to, uh, recover from a bad situation that you got yourself into, you were trying to, you know, start a business or, um, you know, you have a, a devastating, uh, lost in your business or your uh, divorce or whatever that is, that, yeah, I don't see any issues with that. It's just that perpetual adolescence piece of it where, you know, you can't stand out there on your own. You don't want to stand out there on your own. You can't uh, fend for yourself per se, uh, unable to cook, do your own laundry, things like that. When you become very much um, reliant upon your family, your parents uh, to be your support system um, full time like that, yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely going to be some cause for concern. And I found it interesting, though, that, that 70% of American males between the ages of 20 and 34 are not married. And that's huge. Um, and I think you might see that kind of continually carrying on. Now you can say, well, that some of these guys are focusing on their careers. Uh, they're focusing on uh, their businesses, being an entrepreneur, and don't want to drag the family into that, be steady before they go on. And then they start later in life. Okay, I can get you that, but I can't believe that that's going to reduce that 70% by that much. Maybe 10, 15 tops, uh, 20 if you're lucky, but I don't think it'd be anything more than that. I think there's just a a group of these uh, guys out there, young men, that um, just have no interest in uh, anything outside of of their their small bubble that they live in um, and just wrapped up so much into... Um, 
just themselves and, and, and not finding an opportunity to go out there and make friends or, um, especially, uh, friends of the opposite sex. So that definitely, uh, somewhat cause of concern. <clears throat> they go on to say that, uh, women gave away a ton of power that they had accumulated in society. They held a majority of the cards in sexual relationships and facing a royal flush decide to fold women used to set the cultural standards and parameters for intimate activity. Now often guys wield the more power over sex and girls are working way and the girls are working way too hard, way too soon for no reciprocity. More widely available hookups have made men less likely to commit. I would say that would be a agreeable statement also. Um, that if um, women are just into casual relationships, casual sex, and they find that readily available, absolutely, then they're going to say, why do I need to commit, you know, when I can have a, a different partner on a regular basis? So, you know, that becomes an area of concern also then. Um, and, and, you know, it just becomes a, an overall just being, uh, you know, potentially problematic uh, if you're not willing to, um, you know, be a little bit more um, restrictive about how you handle your relationships. Um, also, they're talking about um, that there are more women than men in the dating pool, so there's you know less opportunities for women. I said uh, Manhattan has three women for every two men, and in, in, in the under age, uh, under thirty college age graduate dating pool, you know men in the market um, in a market uh, where there's a preponderance for. Um, you know, the, the need of, um, more dating opportunities for women. Um, and it says women need to make seeing boobs rare again. Men did great things often in pursuit of women. Eric Clapton in desperate love with George Harrison's wife, Patty wrote the famous rock anthem, Layla in pursuit of her men used to be rewarded with attention from women based on their accomplishments. When homeless millennial men can find shelter by hooking up with a different woman every night, you need to question feminist tactical battle plans. It says men are slipping in other ways besides the lack of requirements or lack of a requirement that they take a shower and prove that they have a job before being granted to access, uh, access to sex. Since the 1990s, for example, women, um, have completed college at higher rates. Again, I don't. I don't know necessarily what going to college has to do with that, um, but I think just the idea of of having a plan, whether it be working full time, uh, whether it be going to school, whether that be uh, well, I guess that's the two options. I guess either you know those are things you, that are they're most viable um, versus just you know um, working part time or living in their parents' basement or whatnot or living off their parents. Uh, but I think that it just seems like there's this this really lack of uh, motivation, um, lack of willingness to try, and you know parents not pushing for that, not encouraging that. You know, it doesn't have to be like I said going to college. Not not that's not for everybody, but you need to um, be more about wanting to have a plan and you know, going after it again, whether that be working or, or going to school and not necessarily just, uh, you know, hanging out with your buddies and and playing games all day.
So yeah, I think that that there is some correlation there. I don't think it's a hundred percent about that, but definitely, I think we need a little bit of tightening of the old chastity belt, I guess you could say, by the ladies, and you know, and for the men not being you know so per um, pursuant of women that way, and also women not giving up. And you're probably going to say, well, old man, you're just you know just a fuddy dud in your old age. And no, I think that there is something to be said there that that you want to see society um, go forward. Um, you want to see young people step up and um, be responsible. And, and, you know, too, if it be right for them to start a family. Again, it's not necessarily the right thing for everybody to start a family. I know several people that are, um, that are married or in committed relationships that don't have children. And that's okay. And that's not for everybody. Um, but it's, you should look at your motivation and, I guess, and reasoning behind the why you're not pursuing, um, you know, relationships. Again, maybe you're not married, meant to be married to somebody, but and or to you know that's just not you know what something's going to fit for you. Doesn't mean again that you go around um, just pressuring people to um, or you know continuing to contribute to the idea of just casual sex on a regular basis. Um, to be a leader in a different way beyond just that um, self-indulgent in sexual activity. So I don't know. It's interesting read if you get a chance to read the full article. Um, but, um, you know, definitely some room for improvement and growth for, for young men. So until next time, please stay safe and stay healthy out there. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me to take time out of your busy schedules and lives to, um, to listen for a few minutes. It means a lot, and I appreciate it so much.